What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Two Worlds Podcast. I'm Jake, and with me as always, it's the Charmy B to my vector. It's Casey. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. What's that from? Like, it's a video game, I'm assuming. You hurt me, sir. I know. They're the they're the chaotics. Oh, okay. Vectors the alligator. Yeah, I gotcha. See, Charmy you... B is the bee. <laughs> it's the chameleon. The Do only you know one his I knew name? the name of. I only know Mighty, and that's the uh, I don't know what the fuck he is. Mighty is an armadillo. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't have the Japanese ever seen an armadillo because boy howdy. <laughs> Uh, Mighty's great. Mighty has a great character design. Yeah, I mean, he looks cool, but at the same time, I'm like... The alligator I get, the bee I get, chameleon, mm, I can kind of get, but armadillo? Well, just to say it, the chameleon's name is Espio. Oh, okay. I like chameleon more. Fair (laughs) enough. Oh, I didn't pull up... uh... Monday Night Football. Tonight, we've got the Denver Broncos versus the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Who you got, man? I also got the Bills. The Broncos, not great. I okay. think I heard I think I heard a joke about them being not great. Like someone said, like, oh, they're the worst team, you know. Like, well, I don't know. I was like, well, that's I guess funny. They're not. They are, however, tied for I think second worst team with one Chicago Bears. Ooh. But uh but the worst team is the Carolina Panthers. Oh, okay. I think they're they're like one and seven or one and eight, something like that. Damn. Yep, that's the worst. Great. That's the craziest part, though, with football is it's like so few games, too. So it's like, yeah, you're just like you're better off just tanking. Like, you know, you don't. You oh, don't they even are. Try. They yeah. are for sure. It's where like with basketball, it's like there's 82 of these motherfuckers. These any of these guys could, you know, still be the best team in the league. Yeah. I think the Bears have like the second like. Through trades or whatever, they have the second pick no matter what uh, next season. It's like, man, if they'd have tanked, would they have gotten one and two back to back, or does someone else like have it secured? I, I don't know. But wouldn't they? Then they just have the number one pick last year, and they just traded it away. I thought um, that's what you were telling me. Yeah, they probably did. They probably did. So it's like they get one and two. And they're like, guess what, guys? We're trading them both. Well, I mean the the guy they traded for um, is doing well. Solid trade for sure. I got um, Just needs some help, you know. Yeah. Um. All right. Any hoozle. So, guys, I I did share a funny story um, about a phone call with Vault Comics that I had this week. And then Casey and I do a pretty silly Mad Lib, and you can hear both of those over on our YouTube channel. That's and Two there's Worlds some Podcast. Dice talk. We did talk about dice and D and D in general for a little bit, so yeah. it's good stuff. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's do uh, let's do some trivia. We all know how it works. I have three cards with two questions each. Casey will give a brief pause for you to think of an answer before giving his own. First question, Casey. By what name is Uatu more commonly known? The Watcher. It is The Watcher. You know, and that's hilarious how I first ever learned that. It was uh, Paul F. Tompkins used to have a podcast called the Paul F. T- uh, Paul F. Toddcast, I think. And he was just talking about like how he's watching us like Watu the Watcher from Marvel Comics. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know he had a name. Yeah. I don't, like who who's on such good terms with him that, that they call him a Watu instead of just the Watcher. Right. <laughs> All right. Question two. Multiple choice if you need it. 
villain Typhoid Mary had a love affair with what Marvel hero? Daredevil? Yes, it was Daredevil. Question three. By what supervillain name is Johann Schmidt more commonly known? Man, is it uh, Baron Zemo? Nope. The other German one. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, I blank on that dude's name now. No, no, you're thinking too hard. Yeah, I probably am. It's Red Skull. Oh, Red Skull, never mind. I was thinking the the other other one with the face on the TV screen. Oh. uh, Oh my gosh. It's... uh, What's his fucking name? I can't think of it, man. This is going to drive me fucking crazy. We're not looking it up. We're getting this. It's uh, um, if you're listening now, type it out and say you cute little dummies at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with a Z, though, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Baron. Is it Baron von Strucker? Or is that a different German character? It could be a different one. All right. Fuck it. I'm going to look it up. Oh, dude, we need to make a character called Baron Von Smuckers, and <laughs> he's he's always battling, you know, Captain Peanut Butter, but That's they're really, really actually in love with each other. Uh, yeah, definitely kicking myself. Arnim Zola. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Good stuff. All righty. Uh, multiple choice if you need it. Okay. What longtime Avenger was thought to be killed during the new team Forceworks first mission? This is we're doing some 90s comics here. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the multiple choices because I got a gut choice, but I really have no clue. Go with the gut choice. Let's hear it. I'm gonna say Hulk. Nope, that's, not that's Hulk. That's the gush choice, but I need the multiple choice. I'll, I'll give you one more, one more choice, Casey, or one more guess. But, but like, who, who's like the the quintessential '90s Avenger to you? I already know it's not Thunderstruck. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, like, like main roster Avengers in the '90s, but not really any time else. <laughs> I mean, Wonder Man is one that comes to mind. So it's him. It is gotcha. him. It was Black Knight, Wonder Man, and Vision. I gotcha. Uh, Wonder Man, like that era, Wonder Man had a cool Dane costume. Like, actually, like all Wonder Man has, except for, uh, like, I don't like his original costume personally, but like, you know, you just get the red coat with the sunglasses. Looks cool as hell. It does look cool as hell. I'm not a big fan of the green. Uh, yeah, that's, but... that's like the, the one I was like, I'm not hot on that, but everything else looks cool. It does. All right. Question number five. True or false? Unsure about his role as Captain America. Steve Rogers once changed his identity to a hero named Nomad. True. It is true. Talk about 90s comics. Nomad. Long ass ponytail motorcycle. Wasn't the long ass ponytail nomad though? Wasn't that Rick? It might have thought, been Rick. Because I think correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Nomad wasn't Nomad out of the uh Nixon because like the Watergate scandal happened and then Captain America's like aghast. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> and then I think Rick took it over because like for the longest time, Marvel's like, we're making Rick happen. He's going to be a thing. The next big thing, baby. Yeah. And then, like, they kept trying that. And I think they finally gave up after uh, Captain America had him killed in that one one event. <laughs> Just a little whoopsie-daisy. Yeah. All right, final question. Who joined the New Avengers as Ronan? In order to investigate the Silver Samurai, 
It is multiple choice. So I know, I think I know who it is. Because it's one of two people. I think the original one was supposed to be, it was originally supposed to be Echo, but then everyone's like, it's Echo. And so then they went with Hawkeye instead. What is your answer? Hawkeye. Incorrect. It is Echo? It is Echo. Okay. Hawkeye was one of the choices to really throw you off. Yeah. That's like the first time they had good multiple choices. Normally it's like, it would have been like Echo, Wolverine. (laughs) Yeah, and the Hulk. Yeah, I agree. Some some of them are just getting way too easy. I got to cycle through cards before we get a couple good questions. So I need to like pull up some next time. Pull up some like uh, trivia for you. Be like, yeah, top comic shop owner. Let's let's do it. I know. My luck though, you're gonna pick just fucking impossible ones. I mean, I would try to Google DC trivia for you so we can mix it up. I could I could just sit and do comic book trivia for days, man. I just <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. All right. I forget. I was at like a general trivia within the last few years with like Brielle and, and some other people and like a comic book one came up. And the question was asked and I lean in and I give the answer and, and everyone else is like, is it though? Like, I'm not sure. And I'm like. I'm telling you, it's this. And Brielle was like, no, guys, he knows what he's talking about. Just put it down. And then it ended up being right. But it's just like, don't fucking play with me. Yeah, I know it. All right. So real quick, before we get into like news news, one thing that I put in here, I finished Loki season two. Really fucking good. Like really fucking good. The final episode i don't want to give spoilers since it was just out this week but a very like bittersweet perfect ending for that character if they decide they're not going to do anymore uh and a part of me after watching that ending hopes that they don't do anymore um because you don't want like a really nice ending to be undone um but man good stuff Really good stuff. Really quick. I know this is a spoiler, but I don't, I mean, it doesn't bother me. Is the really nice, like, and hey, people listening that don't want spoils, um, skip ahead. But is the really nice ending for uh, old, uh, what's his name? Time travel dude. Um, bad guy. Kang? Yeah. No. Okay. That's all I was wondering. Yeah. Um. I can tell you after the, after we record right. if, uh, if we think about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a toss up with us. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but anyway, so Shigeru Miyamoto tweeted this week. It, it was like pretty shortly after we released the the last episode, but he posted that a a Legend of Zelda live action movie is in the works, and that he had been working on a script with a friend of his for many years and uh and now it's finally going to start happening so i'm a little worried like obviously a part of me is like fuck yeah let's see it at the same time i don't really want it live action i would want it animated and also i don't want link to talk and i know that he's gonna talk so that's it's gonna be weird yeah, I mean, the time that we've gotten Link to talk, we got that shitty cartoon where he's like, "Well, excuse me, princess," and I don't want that shit. <laughs> I mean, I will just say, just to play devil's advocate, even though I hate the idea of it being li- like of seeing Tom Holland in the uh, Link clothes, I'm not looking forward to that ha- inevitably happening. But the fact, like, I mean, Mario doesn't really talk either, you know, and like. They did a good job with that movie. They so did. I think it I think that, that movie w- wasn't live action. Exactly. Man, just think how funny that would be though if Chris Pratt and Charlie Day were having to both, you know, just be the be the plumbers that way. And then like Jack Black just had to like have his face painted as Bowser. <laughs> I mean, I'd still would have watched it. 
you know? Yeah, you're like, this is a not like it because I mean, the, let's be honest, the animated one still wasn't as good as the original live action one. So this, you know, if it would have live actioned this one, it still wouldn't have been as good as the original, the Super Mario Bros. <laughs> I mean, like it's peak it's, cinema. It's definitely a movie. It, it is. is a movie. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, I'm. I didn't write this down, but speaking of movies, the Captain Marvel, the the Marvels came out, and people are like, it's the lowest grossing Marvel movie of all time, but it's also the highest grossing movie this week, and it's the highest. I guess the highest grossing movie directed by a black woman, which that's neat. Um, they they'll say anything for a yeah. Marvel movie. Yeah, and. It's the highest grossing movie on the first week of November ever. Yeah. But I mean, why do you, this is just something I was thinking about. Why do you think it didn't do super well? Because I have some thoughts. Oh, I have one main thought. The first one sucked. Yeah. But they're not even advertising this really as a sequel. I know. Okay. Are we are we going to be honest, Casey? We know why it fucking tanked, because there are a lot of fucking bigots out there that don't want it to succeed. I'm not saying that's the main reason it failed, yeah. but you know damn well people didn't go see it because women. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. But at the same time, I don't know, like a lot of those people. I'm looking at I'm looking at a lot of the comic skaters. They're like, oh, I hate this stuff. I only saw it 10 times because I hated it so much. It's like when they were buying, I remember seeing like a people complain about it on uh Twixter. They were like, um, oh, the the head of Comic Skate, like the main main dude, he bought a bunch of toys that were the the girl that everyone hates from the new Star Wars movies. And he was just like destroying them but it's also like you do know you're just giving them more money that the people they'll just look at the numbers like oh people love this character (laughs) yeah so like i could very well see them all hate watching it but my i was just thinking it's like people don't want to watch a movie where it's like oh i don't know who two of the main characters really are because i didn't watch um ms marvel and i didn't watch Wanda Vision, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's like, and then we don't have the Infinity War bump again, like we had for Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, it's the two characters that no one else knows about would be two of the things that I was excited for. Yeah, it's like I don't care about Captain Marvel. I like Monica in the MCU quite mm-hmm. a bit. She's great. Uh, and people seem to like Miss Marvel. I just didn't watch it because it's not made for me. So. Yeah, I thought you watched the first episode and you first were like, episode, she's, but she I don't want to charming. Right, right. But I, yeah. you know, the first episode isn't me watching it. I got uh, you. Yeah, I've I've talked to two people that have seen it, and they were like, "It's fine," and I'm sure that yeah. it is. I'm sure it's it's fine. And but, then I mean, that's kind of what the reviews are saying. And then you also have to think about like. um the dang Ant-Man movie was not well received. And then Eternals, it's uh, you know, something no one wanted. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, this was gonna be a hard sell. Like, had they done like, you know, an Avengers movie before it and got people hyped, you know, like something that could get the hype train back going for Marvel, but just being like, no, no, we're gonna go on this on. <laughs> These two unknown characters and everyone's favorite plot device, Captain Marvel. We're going to go on their star power alone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There there was. I will say this, though. We were talking about somebody popping up in it. You were right. I mean, in all fairness, I saw the stills. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't. I didn't see yeah. anything on it. And I texted that to you. I had just seen like the frozen image. I'm like, holy crap. Was it okay? Spoilers, people. If you don't want to hear, if you don't hear it, yeah. <laughs> Was it Kelsey Grammer? That's what I heard. Interesting. Yeah. 
They're mm-hmm. like, that's the one we can, aff- that's that's the character we can afford from those movies for this movie. <laughs> Look, to be fair, to be fair, Kelsey Grammer was awesome in those movies. He was genuinely awesome. And he's like kind of the perfect beast. Mm-hmm. I liked him a lot more than other dude. Yeah. Nicholas Holt? Maybe. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, speaking of movies and shows, the actor strike is over. Yay! Now we'll, uh, I mean, dude, the day after that was announced that it was over, we started getting some fucking news, right? Yeah. So that's pretty nice. Um, uh, Tim, uh, Timmy shares posted this, uh, meme and it was like, the starship troopers where it's like writers i'm doing my part you know and then it'd be like uh actors i'm doing my part and then it cuts to directors and it's tim robinson's like i didn't do shit (laughs) i didn't do fucking shit i love that so speaking of the actor strike being over um the mcu came out and was like all right now that that shit's over here's our schedule and the only MCU movie that's scheduled for next year is Deadpool 3, which is coming out July 26th of 2024. I actually think it's going to be a good thing for the MCU to only have one out next year. It just depends if they keep doing TV shows, because I really I kind of think that's hurting them more than helping at this point, because it's like they're relying too much on that. And they'll be like, hey, did you watch the show? And people like most people are like, no, I really can't afford Disney Plus along with all of the other streamers. And then they're like, well, there's a lot of plot that you don't know about then. I don't know, man. I think I think some people are going Disney Plus over some of the others, though. Uh, people Maybe. at my store anyways. I mean, I'm kind of refusing to buy it, but I'm also a grumpy, grumpy ass curmudgeon. So that might be just me. And there's a lot of diehard MCU fans and there's a lot of diehard Disney adults out there. Yeah. So uh, I only say that because you hear all the time that people are getting burnt out on superhero movies. So it's like if if Marvel only puts out one might make people hungry for more in the following year. Yeah, no, that's that is very true. But it's like they're not going to stay hungry if you're giving them tv shows that aren't really getting the hunger back like unless they're not seeing them like you say true but you're they are choosing not to see them you know what i'm saying so it's like i don't know it's kind of (laughs) like the tv shows i'm gonna always do this they're like a big old thing like nice cooked um asparagus and like you're over there going (laughs) but then most other people are like Guys, I don't want asparagus. <laughs> and it's, you know, and they're going to like, I'm going to go eat something else over here. And then Disney's like, oh, well, we got more asparagus over here. And you're just like, mmm, mmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, the other four movies that are on their schedule, we've got Captain America 4. In February of 25, Fantastic Four, May 2nd of 25, Thunderbolts, July 25th of 25, and Blade, November 7th of 25. Uh, Blade's going to get pushed back to 30-30, I think. I don't know, man. Like two years from now, they can definitely get that movie cranked out in that time. Yeah, I mean, that that just seemed like... I was saying like, oh yeah, they should probably do more than one movie a year, but I'm like, that's a lot of fucking movies in one year. Ah, before it's like, that's one a quarter. I can handle that, you know? Yeah, but it's like one of them's Fantastic Four, and that that like they should have just done Fantastic Four and Deadpool three. That would have been good. Different tones, hopefully, and <laughs> and so you know, like completely different types of movies and. Fantastic Four could be like a really good 
re-jumping on point for a lot of people, make people fall back in love with this stuff. But yeah. I think, I mean, I would also I'll also say hopefully, but Blade should hopefully be a different taste than the other movies coming out yeah. there too. All right. So we got an Ultraman Rising trailer. Uh it's a new Netflix movie. It's I don't know if you watched it, but it looks like if you have Ultraman meeting like DreamWorks or Pixar, and it looked pretty sweet. Like our buddy Mike, he's got to be like if he saw it or if he's just listening to this now, um, he's got to be pretty hyped to be able to watch that with his kids because it's going to be really good, you know, because he's an Ultraman fan. Just watching, be able to watch this with younger kids. Nice. That's good. I'm glad it looks good. I'll have to look at it. I honestly didn't even hear about it. So yeah, because it's like um, this a like this alien attacks Earth. Ultraman beats it, of course, and then like there's an egg, and then now he's Ultraman Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, before I get into comic stuff, um, we got a teaser trailer for. Well, no, I think it was a proper trailer for The Witcher Sirens of the Deep. It looks really cool. It's an animated movie. My favorite part is that Doug Cockles, who voices Geralt in the video games, is doing the voice for Geralt in this movie. Nice. So happy about that. Yeah. Um, So I can't wait. I like the animated stuff that they're doing with The Witcher a million times more than the live action. So... I think that'll actually be really cool. Okay, so this was funny to me. We got an official Superman release date uh, by James Gunn with like the Superman font, you know, where it's like the the yellow and red, and and, it, and it's going to be uh, July eleventh, twenty twenty five, and then people are not happy about the font. They're like, they're mad this... at the font. Yeah, they're like. Seeing this font tells me everything I need to know. Oh, look at this font. What does that mean? I I don't get it either. <laughs> it's like, how dare like I mean, I've been critical of James Gunn and you know my opinion, but still like how dare he use comic book font for this comic book movie, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh dude that is so stupid yeah i mean it it checks out with twixter you know it's kind of like that's the standard i guess yeah um uh keep going i'll just do all my comic stuff together all right so i apparently con is either not gonna be in the new king of the hill series or he's going to be recasted because he was normally casted by a white dude and they're like what you cannot be a voice actor and act a different race than what you are like thank god that they didn't know that phil lamar wasn't a fucking asian dude when he did samurai jack otherwise we couldn't have had him as samurai jack (laughs) because they're like trying to compare it to apu in the simpsons and they had to get rid of apu but it's like Khan's not really a racial stereotype. Like he's not like a racial he's, stereotype. No, he's just, he's just an Asian guy. Yeah. So it's like it's not really the same. <laughs> That's disappointing. Yeah. Um, I think this is something you're like, I know you're not a not a huge fan of this guy's, but you gotta be like a little bit excited. Rui Hachimura is going to appear in an episode of Shinshan. Because he grew up in he grew up in Japan, was a huge anime uh, anime and manga fan. Apparently, like what made him want to play basketball is the uh, manga anime series Slam Dunk, and he's going to be in a guest appearance on the popular anime series Crayon Shinshan. On uh, apparently, it already happened November fourth. Okay, what's crazy is that you know how much I love Shinshan. I didn't know it was still going. No, I didn't know either. Like the Shin Chan that Laura Bailey voiced, I've seen all of that many times over, and I thought that was it. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I uh I don't I don't I'm gonna have to look into that more to see what all I've missed as far as Shin Chan goes. How much how much is it like you're like, oh man, I won't know what's going on at all if like just peek into this one new episode that happened. Because it's Shin Chan. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying I want to watch everything that oh, I, I got seen. Would you I mean, even though it's not the same voice actors, because like I don't know how much uh Laura Bailey just brought to it that you're like I like her voice in this and not you know the subbed as much well I've I've not see I think it's one of those things where uh, the dub is like a different show you think so because like that's what I've heard too but then there's also times like in that Star Wars episode where I'm like there is no way (laughs) that this is like they aren't just doing what the other ones did because like this is just a like th- what they're doing is insane right <laughs> and I, I saw a clip online where like just randomly um common writer showed up just randomly because the show is so absurd i'm googling it i want to okay. know while you're googling it i'm going to talk about the last bit of news that i have the most exciting bit of news we have had in years apparently this is like all alleged, so let's hope it's real. Kobe Maguire is going to appear in uh, an Avengers movie? No. The most anticipated movie for the past 80 years. Madam Web. Hold your applause, Jake. Our our most anticipated movie. Yeah, it's a good thing that you don't have the camera on your on your under regions because your pants just got blown clean off. <laughs> I mean, I will be honest. He obviously makes that more appealing than what it was before. I think it's just supposed to be an after credit scene. So it's really not that. appealing. <laughs> uh, so apparently it's still supposed to be funny, but it's like way more tame in the Japanese gotcha. version. Uh, which makes sense, which makes a whole lot of sense. So, and I saw the drawing of Rui and it's really kind of funny to see him, uh, as a Shinchan character. Yeah. I'll, um, I'm going to pull it up so you can see it. Oh, dude, I saw it. I I, I screenshotted it whenever I, uh, wrote this down in our notes. It's I think that art style is great because of how bad it is. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's like that on purpose. But, you know, to see an NBA star in that style is just really funny. Yeah. All right. I've got three bits of comic book news because we are, in fact, a comic book podcast. We aren't a Shin Shin cast yet. Yet. But man... I would love to. Man, is that is that on Anime Boys? It should it be. Should be. Yeah. It, uh, here's a question: When we do it, should we do both dub and sub so we can compare? I think we should because it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be different, mildly different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the dawn of DC timeline that we've seen throughout these books, we've got the next little bit, and it just says something evil is coming. It's Lex. Oh. <laughs> just like, dude, we know. We've had Dark Crisis. We've had Night Terrors. Yeah. Obviously, something evil's coming. So, I, I don't know. It's like, oh boy, another event. Mm-hmm. It's going to be called Evil Come. <laughs> Written by Tom Taylor. <laughs> All right. And then the last bits are Marvel Comics news. Uh, The thing everyone's been asking for. We are getting a new Night Thrasher series. It's going to be from writer Jay Holtham with art by Nelson Daniel. And that's going to drop in February. I don't. Has Night Thrasher been around since the 90s? He had two series in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, he would have been around. I think the, I think he popped because okay, one of them died because there's been multiple. One of them died whenever uh, that big explosion happened, and yeah, it started up civil war. And then 
I think another one was in the new New Warriors that came out that had Safe Space and um, the other stupid name. Oh, and Snowflake. Snowflake. And, yeah. That's so dumb. But I think he was, I think there was a Night Thrasher that was in that because like there's, I think there's two of them and they're both brothers. But I'm interested in Night Thrasher. I thought he looked cool as hell as a, when I was a kid because I my brother had a lot did. of, yeah. I mean, it's like my aesthetic. But my brother had a lot of the New Warriors books and I would flip through them when I was younger. So that's how I found out I love Nova also. So yeah, I mean, I'm into, into Night Thrasher. There's you're also into new warriors that, is what you're into. Yeah, that too. But um, there's also another character that was in the new warriors. I'm like, I wonder what what he's doing now. And probably not a lot. His name was Rage. He's like wearing a lucha libre mask, like a, a leather jacket, no shirt. It's like, oh, Casey's like, <laughs> yeah, he's giant too. It's rough. <laughs> Did you read that new warriors series that came out just like a few years ago? No, they had a character named Safe Space and Snowflake. I no, 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 that. no. Before that one. Oh, no. It would have been like like maybe 2016, 2017. No. Okay. I was just curious. All right. My last bit then. Marvel is going to be relaunching Ghost Rider. Because why not? Uh, Benjamin Percy is still going to write it. However... There is going to be a new spirit of vengeance. So there you go. Wonder if it's gonna be Goth Girl. I don't know. I'm like, I'm just kind of in the why. Yeah, we've got Blaze. We got you know Danny Ketch, um, Kushala, or whatever her name is. She was like in two appearances. It's like, do a series on her. Yeah. You're like, here's the new one. Two appearances. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't with like the spirit of vengeance. It doesn't bother me that much. As long as they're not driving a car. Come on. But. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about uh, Robbie Reyes. It's yeah, like, like... God, see, see, you say you don't care, Casey. But the next thing you know, we're going to have the fucking flash and green lantern effect where there's 12 of them. But the thing is, it's not like I'm going to compare it to Punisher because me and my brother were talking about Punisher the other day. It's not like the Punisher where it's like it's not a mantle like this is like, oh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not like just like, oh, like Frank Castle is the Punisher, period. They shouldn't have, you know, this is like a thing that you can take over someone's body. It's the spirit of vengeance. They can, you know, do all this crazy stuff. I think it works that way, but you know, like, and Marvel always wants to add the more, you know, more diversity. So it's like, it's better than like how they're doing the Punisher. Like, ah, new blonde white guy, please. But then me and Nick were also talking about that. And I was like, well, after thinking about it, maybe it's for the best that they don't get a minority guy to be a mass shooter. Like, ah, let's just keep it white. A good point. Uh, counterpoint. I don't give a fuck either way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, well, I don't however think... they do it, if it's the new Punisher or it's this, uh, you know, diversity, I, I like, I just don't, I don't care about anyone. I, yeah, it's I, like, it's not I for mean, me, though. I've never really read Ghost Rider. So it, they could have put anybody in that role. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. As long as it's not like an established character, as long as they're not like, Black Widow Venom is the new spirit of vengeance. I'll, I mean, I'll be into it. That would be but. insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's just every t- put the new Punisher is Black Widow Ghost Rider, <laughs> Captain America. Oh gosh! All right, that's it for my news. It's just nice to have some fucking news. Oh, if I'm man. honest. Any news is good news, as to say. But what comics did you read this week? <laughs> I read Sonic the Hedgehog, number 66. Birds of Prey, number three. Shazam, number five. And What If Dark, The Tomb of Dracula, number one. I hate that title. I'm not going to lie. So I, I actually read, I, I went to the local Christian bookstore and I got Birds of Prayer. <laughs> it was much different than what i expected <laughs> i didn't know where you're going with that but uh i read 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Street Fighter number five, The Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing number 12, Dark Ride, uh, issue nine, Marvel Unleashed number four, and Donna BC Thazam number five. So, well, take it away. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it so good. But uh, I'm going to start with Teenage Mutant Turtles versus Street Fighter. Uh, this is by Paul Allure and art by Ariel Medell. So, yeah, I mean, you get them all fighting the art, and this is pretty rough at times. Like, look at uh, old old Mr. Raph here. Yeah, not great. Yeah. It's, I, it's honestly, like, Ken right there is not great either. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty rough throughout, but we get, like, last time I was complaining that we didn't really get much of a fight scene between all those guys and Shredder. This time we actually get a pretty good one between M. Bison and Shredder, and so that was pretty cool. But it just seemed like uh, Ryu and Ken and Guile are all pretty nerfed. Like, we don't get to see, a, you know, the, the Sonic Boom or a Hadouken or anything like that. It's just, you know, it is what it is. But oh, that ends with them, the rocky ending, fighting on a truck, though, instead of in a ring. So like it end ends like that. Yeah. Because it, it's one of those things where it's like the first issue was them fighting and they had like a shitty ending, you know, like there was like a, a good conclusive ending. And so then this ends with them going, I wish we could have had a rematch. And then Raph's like, we still can. And then uh, Leo's like, no, we can't. We're leaving. And like, don't worry, we're not going to miss the truck. <laughs> and then they're on the top of the truck fighting. Gotcha. With context, it's fine. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... Like I said, like I'm not the biggest Street Fighter fan. I didn't say that, but I'm not the biggest Street Fighter fan, but they do kind of nerf those characters, it felt like. I mean, other than that, it's still pretty cool. Uh, I liked it. Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to have to start reading tur- Turtles. Like, this scratched that itch, but, you know, I'm still like, I want more. So I'm going to go with a 7 out of 10 because it was it was fine. Here's a homework assignment for you, dude. You need to just text me like Turtles ongoing because I don't yeah. or like nobody is asking for it. OK, um, but I can look and see what like the start of an arc was within the last few issues and like well, get you in on that. That was a thing me and Nick were also talking about because he was telling me like the current writer that did a lot of the shit for this book is done and so like i'll pick up on this new you know with this new writer now that should should do it yeah i also need to know when that is yeah i'll (laughs) I'll try to figure that out for you all right Uh, sorry were you done i was gonna say i'll just do the joker really quick the joker really quick because i think i got a few more than you so the Joker number twelve, the man who stopped laughing by um, well by uh, Matthew Rosenberg and Carmen de Giudomenico on the art. I love the art. Uh, yeah, we got Joker, fake Joker, and real Joker going to war. I guess some, Batman did something that messed with Jason. He's and so then Joker sprays a, a laughing gas at him and. Kind of gets his mind a little bit back to back to better, and they do this big thing, and yeah, it's it's wild. And one of the Joker's dies. It's revealed like they're they're like, yeah, I don't know which one it is. And then there's like, but some like here's here's how it ends. It's like, but some simple people just love a tidy ending, a clean punchline. So if you're one of those people who can't stand the anticipation and needs everything to wrap up nicely, allow me to explain that just that what just happened and what this whole thing was really about, dot, 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 and then it's done. <laughs> so, I mean, it's good. It was a good ending, kind of how it had to end, because we don't need two Jokers or three Jokers or six Jokers, but... I think I kind of feel like the uh, current Batman story, like the way that, you know, what's going on now kind of hurt it because like, I didn't know what the hell was going on with Jason being traumatized because Batman sprayed him with some stuff that seemed really out of character for Batman. 
But other than that, it was good. This was really fun. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. And series as a whole, probably a 9. All right. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I think you'd probably even like it, man. Maybe. But I'll probably never get to it. Probably never. (laughs) (laughs) Toss it on a never-ending pile. Yep. All right. What if Dark, the Tomb of Dracula, number one? First off, got to show off the art germ cover that I got. That's pretty rad. Yep. Uh, all right. This bad boy is written by somebody. I'd love to tell you. If I were a professional, I would have had it ready to go while you were talking about Joker. Well, you were just like listening to me and be like, oh, man, this charismatic knucklehead. That's you. Yeah. However. It's written by Marv Wolfman with art by David Cutler. Uh, it was all right. It was all right. Um, essentially, it's it's like an early Dracula and Blade story, and Dracula bites Blade and infects him, and Blade's like, "Now fuck that! I'm taking this guy out." So he goes to Dracula's castle, just like slaughters all of his little minions and uh, and takes out Dracula as well. And then he radios into his friends. He's like, all right, before it takes me over, blow this fucking castle to smithereens. I'm going down with the ship. And um, and they do with the other three on his team, blow it up, killing Blade and effectively taking out all the vampires so wow it was a fun little what if i wish the art were a little bit better but uh you know it's still a fun blade and vampire story so i'll give it a seven out of ten right on all right so dark ride issue nine with the sexy variant cover hell yeah by uh, joshua williamson and andrea Bresson. And yeah, it's pretty cool. We get some uh, Halloween is the girl's name. She's this is Halloween heavy. This issue. She has a stalker. She murders the shit out of him. Um, Yeah, it's pretty cool issue. And then it's got one of those endings where you're like, oh, wow. Let's see what happens next issue. Yeah, it's just another solid issue of this pretty solid book. So I'm going to go eight out of ten. I'm not going to lie. That's gone on longer than I thought it would. Yeah. if I mean, it's weird that it's like, it feels like it, it's gone on longer than nine issues, if that makes sense. So I don't know. But, you know, whatever. Is our only Muchi Shazam? Yeah. All right. Birds of Prey, number three. Written by Kelly Thompson with art by Leonardo Romero. Still good stuff. They ride the Megalodon to the shores of Themyscira. Um, And then they each have their little missions. They're taking on Themyscirans. Taking on like nature spirits guarding the island. And they're fighting their way to get to Sin. I, I don't know what her full name is, but Dinah finds Cynthia. Sin. <laughs> Cynthia. He's like, all right, we got to get out of here. But Sin doesn't look like she's really like being captured. She's just listening to music and writing in a notebook. And Dinah's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. And she's like, what? Why? So clearly there's going to be more to this. Um, however, their cover gets blown, and so Canary's like, she she talks into the radio, and it shows Green Arrow. It's like, all right, our cover's blown. Now it's up to you. And he's like, all right, let's do this. And he gets on this building, and uh, he aims, and you see Wonder Woman down in the street. 
And what I love about this is all he knows he cannot beat Wonder Woman. He's just like, this is going to fucking hurt. And he still does it anyway. And that's one of the things that I really like about that character. Um, so anyway, he he gets Wonder Woman with a couple of trick arrows and she catches up to him and she's like, Ollie, what are you doing? I don't want to hurt you. But he doesn't say anything. He just keeps fighting. And she's like, all right, I guess I'll put you down if I have to. Um, but he gets some trick arrows from like a magic bag from somebody. I forget. I forget who it was. But he cracks the joke. He's like, man, I should have got I should have contacted Constantine instead or something like that. Or Zatanna. Um, but yeah, that big old distraction does not work. It cuts to uh, Diana landing on Themyscira where she's going to throw down with the others. And that's where it's to be continued. Another another interesting thing. Before all the shit goes down. They're kind of like, well, Barda, can't you like take out Wonder Woman? And Barda is not super confident in that. And like, I get it. Wonder Woman has a lot more feats and is probably always going to be written to be better than Barda. But at the same time, I'm like, she should be able to go toe to toe. I think go toe to toe. But I mean, it's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compare it like this. It'd be like, Punisher versus Captain America, or like Winter Soldier versus Captain America. Captain America's gonna win, of course, but you know, hold her own. <laughs> well, my whole thing is just I picture Barda's character to be like, I can hold her off. She's yeah. not going to, but she thinks she can. Yeah, you know? I don't know. That's just a Jake thing. Yeah, I can also see. From the little bit of Barda I've read, you've read more, but I could see Barda also just respecting Wonder Woman mm-hmm. enough mm-hmm. to be like, oh, guys, I'm tough. But holy shit, you know who this is? Right. <laughs> and that's definitely what they lean into more yeah. here. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. It's a really good book. I'm really, really, really liking this series. Um, so I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. Really good right stuff. On, I mean, if, if Barta had, uh, you know, Mr. Miracle, like, gassing her up, she's like, okay, I can fucking do it. But, yeah, he's not there to gas her up. Like He, <laughs> he, he shows a little fan. skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so next up, it's Marvel Unleashed. I got the, the wonderful Bats variant cover. Uh, I thought you'd four. like that. I loved it, man. Like, I'm just going to say this. You missed out with this book. You really did. So this is by Kyle Starks and Jesus Hervas. Um, you get uh, old Throg going toe-to-toe with Blackheart, just fight him. And then you got um, old um, the bird that's, you know, and, and like the old like the old bird and the dang old cat going up and they're going to help out the scientists free Lockjaw. And so bats and D Dog are gonna have to hold off a whole horde of demons. And like this is a book about animals. And like look at how good Throg looks. <laughs> the art's really good. Yeah, the art's awesome. D Dog's the best, best girl. And there's like one really cool part where like Throg's getting his ass kicked. And because he lost the hammer early on. And so like he's like holding his hand out for the hammer and it comes back and like, look at this. Oh, man. That's incredible. Right? So cool. Just going to going to town. And heartbreaker, heartbreak happens, but Lockjaw wakes up. I'm gonna I'm gonna start spoiling this, by the way. Lockjaw, look at look at Lockjaw. Yeah. Lockjaw yeah. wakes up, and it's like it's one of those things where you don't think about how like tough Lockjaw as a character can be. But like he takes Blackheart and then just starts teleporting him to these different areas, and he's just and he's just getting his ass destroyed by these by this stuff. And then finally, Lockjaw shows up at you know, and you don't know where he's at. And Blackheart's like, "Don't be so pleased. You haven't quite invested me yet, creature." 
now that I've got my breath, it will be the end of you. And then it's just fucking <laughs> uh, Black Bolt sitting there at his on his throne. And he's like, did you just threaten my dog? <laughs> <laughs> and then like just Black Hearts just left like in, in this like interdimensional prison, just a smoldering ash. <laughs> Man, that sounds like a good time. Yeah, and the one the one downside though is the dog being just a regular dog fighting off a bunch of demons. She had her back and back turned, and she got hit and killed during the battle. And so they're like, um, you know, all all the animals are talking. You know, they're like, ah, she was really brave. Like this is like when I was reading this, I was getting so sad. And like she was really brave. Like in the last issue, there was one part where like they're all seeing like their worst fears. And like Bats mentioned, oh yeah, I would or not their worst fears, but like these, you know, this thing. Like, oh yeah, it was the worst fears. Like, oh, I was at the Rainbow Bridge to be taken to heaven, you know, waiting on my owners, and my owners just didn't show. And he's like, and that's and like they're like, why didn't D Dog have any problems? Like, because that's just the life she lives. Like she knows that's gonna be her existence after she dies, because she doesn't have any owners. And so she's just on the Rainbow Bridge. She's like, oh, I'm just going to be stuck here for forever then. And then Throg shows up with the whole gang and they're like, hey, I had to pull some strings, but I told them how great you are. So you're going to go where heroes belong. And she ended up in Valhalla and they're like, hey, we can't stay because we're not here yet, but we'll, we'll see you again. I'm like that's very wholesome yeah i'm like you didn't have to kill it though you didn't have to kill her <laughs> but uh, that's my pick of the week it's a 10 out of 10 that series i might just give it a 10 out of 10 also like should have been read by more people because i'm assuming not a lot of people were like ah, i need to read this Throg and D Dog heavy book and Bats heavy book. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many more do you have? I just have Shazam. Okay, I've got Sonic. Yeah. All right. So next up for me is Sonic the Hedgehog sixty six. It's written by Ian Flynn. With pencils by Mauro Fonseca. And I, I like this one a whole lot. That last one ended with like Sonic and the Chaotix lying in wait to beat up the Sonic Riders characters because they were going to sell off some Echidna artifacts. So a pretty cool fight between all of them that ends with the Chaotix and Knuckles coming out on top. Um. But then it, it shows the writer's characters calling whoever their contact was and saying, hey, we messed up. Sorry, we can go fight him again. We just need to regroup. And the person on the other line turns out to be, I don't know his name. He's a possum, but he's like a, a real shady guy in the Sonic universe. I, I just can't think of his name. Is, is that the dude that has the hat? Like the, he wears like a fedora? Mm hmm. I know who you're talking about. That's awesome, possum. Yeah. I didn't even know he was a possum, if I'm being honest. There oh, no, is. I'm thinking of someone different. I'm thinking of the purple guy that wears like the safari hat. Oh, no, 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 not that guy. Not that guy. You're like, no, uh, no, that one is awesome, possum. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, but the the possum guy essentially says, Oh, don't worry, you were just a distraction the whole time. Uh while I took care of some other business. So from there, it's to be continued. But then the other half of the comic is the continuation of Rough and Tumble breaking into Cream and Cheese's house while uh, Cream's mom went to the grocery store. Um, essentially, Jim Earl is trying to fight them off <laughs> while, while Cream is, is trying to hold the kitchen together. And it goes horribly wrong. All the food gets ruined. And then the mom comes back and she essentially scares the shit out of Rough and Tumble uh, and scares them into like apologizing and helping clean up and running away. Um, 
And then the Chaotics come over for dinner because that's who they were cooking for to begin with. And they decide to get some like Chinese takeout instead. So all of them, including Rough and Tumble and the Chaotics and Cream and Cheese and the mom and all the Chows and Jim Earl all just have Chinese takeout at the end. And the whole lesson is like, you know, everything may not go according to plan, but sometimes that ends up being better anyways. So, uh, you know, just one of those power friendship stories, but it was really funny and I liked it. This is like, this is such a good kid's book, man. It really is. It's funny. The art's good. It's got lessons in it. That story gave me vibes of the uh, Sonic cartoon, the the funny one, not the not the one that I remember. I have like memories of it being awesome, like the one that was like Selly with the two robots. Yeah, yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, but yeah, it that issue honestly was like a ten for me. It's my pick of the week. Sonic is just at like a high right now. So nice, dude the sonic renaissance renaissance right now it is i have donna Ren- lucy renaissance Ooh, renaissance <laughs> renaissance <laughs> um we got donna dc shazam by mark wade and dan mora we get some mary marvel action this time around so that's pretty sweet yeah what would you think man um I think Mary stole the show, honestly. Like the art's really fucking good as always. Um, but really I just I like all the parts with Mary. And uh, you know, the ending was was pretty interesting with Freddie, you know, making his demand. So we'll see where it goes. I think I think it's you know, it's just a just a good solid book. Yeah, I'll I'll have to see where it goes with that ending, though, because that ending I thought was kind of stupid. But the rest of it was just a pretty, like, you know, fun hoop. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Mark is just doing like a classic Silver Age thing where that ending really isn't going to mean yeah anything. I do, I do love the thought. Like, this is one of the things I was like, I was kind of a little bit annoyed with, but also thought it was funny. Like, the moon starts spinning and like. Captain Marvel's like stopping it, but I'm like, you do know, like, that's fucked up Earth a good that had to have fucked up Earth a good bit down there. Like, with tides. All, all and the stuff. tides. Yeah. <laughs> tide pods everywhere. Yep. That's what it does, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh but yeah. You know, I, I think it's good. I I really do think Dan Mora was like like at his peak in this issue as far as the art goes. So I'm um, I'm at like a good eight out of ten, I think. Yeah, that seems like a good spot for it too. I enjoyed it. But uh what are you excited for next week, buddy? Um Wesley Dodd Sandman number two. We'll go Immortal Thor number four. Hmm. Probably Batman and Robin 3. Right on. I'm going to say Godzilla, Green Lantern, and Superman Lost. All right. So, Fantastic Four time. Like, just reading that darn Unleashed book, I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. I was like, yeah, this is probably going to be at worst funny. But I was surprised by how awesome it is. So give me like four comics that were surprising bangers for you. Yeah. I. Without putting like a lot of thought into it, four that come to mind are going to be Mountainhead. Uh, that, that's just something I wouldn't have read normally, but I thought that was, as you say, a banger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Superboy, Man of Tomorrow. I've never really read Superboy. Thought that one was a banger. Uh, the last couple Silk miniseries. Again, a character I never read, but got me hooked. I've read the last two or three minis. And then Arkham City Order of the World that came out last year. 
or the year before, whenever that was. It's just like, man, that's just a bunch of weird characters that should not have yeah. done well at all. And it was awesome. So. Okay, so for me, I'm going to start with The Nobody by Jeff Lemire. I don't know if you've ever read that, but it's basically, spoiler alert, an Invisible Man style story. And it was really good. And that's kind of what got me in to Jeff Lemire. Um, And then I will say, what would be another one? Oh, um, Starman. I was like, I don't know how much I'm going to like this, but I got the omnibus one year for Christmas. I'm like, oh, oh, I love this. <laughs> and then uh, Silk was on my on my thought patterns, too, because wasn't expecting to enjoy that as much as, as it did. And the last one, Thunderstrike. He was always just like my joke answer for characters that I thought were cool because he looks the coolest. But boy, oh, boy. That comic's amazing. All right. Good answers all around. Hey, let us know down below. What are some comics that you read that you may not have been expecting to love, but then you did? But that does bring us to the end of the episode. So closing plugs, if you would, head on over to facebook.com slash two worlds podcast and give the page a like. Uh, you can also follow us on, what were you calling it? Twixer? Twixter. <laughs> Twixter at two underscore worlds underscore PC and on Instagram at two worlds pod. You can email us at two worlds podcast at gmail.com. And if you would uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, it's two worlds podcast on YouTube. Let us know what you're like. Are you a left or right Twix? Left only for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we'd love to stay in chat, guys, but we have to get over to Cream's house to eat some Chinese food. So we'll catch you next time. Give me some of that sweet, sweet, creamy Chinese food. Bye, guys.